people cannot leave. No. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no one is leaving the United States. Right, you never said that. North Korea does that. Well, so the question so, so is, why are these countries without a Federal Reserve locking their citizens in? They're not better off. They're, they're maybe without Federal Reserve, but they're not better off. And so, it's a common, it's the system, capitalist system, so you can also have checks on the Federal Reserve at the same time. Um, because, okay, what, what, what good is it to have no Federal Reserve or whatever, but you have people living like millions in Venezuela, North Korea, they lock them up so they can leave. Okay, I don't have a Federal Reserve, but you can leave. Wait, wait a minute. It's supposed to be better then. And then the other countries you met. Doesn't make sense to me. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I think it's a system, a system of capitalistic uh, checks on the better. And at my, at my point, it might get rid of the third, but under a capitalist system. Yeah, yeah. Other, the other, the, otherwise, it, it will turn, what I understand, into Venezuela, North Korea. I wouldn't want to live there. Wait, so what, what was your point about them not having a, not having a federal system that uh, we can put tariffs on them and control them, the U.S. control them? Well, the Federal Reserve is a privately owned institution. It's not even owned by the American government. It's uh, run by, who, who runs Federal Reserve? I don't there's, say there's, an, there's a guy in Argentina right now, he's an economist. He's, he, he talks about, not the Federal but he talks about doing away with the National Bank, yeah, yeah. which is interesting. He, 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 we got to stop. And, and as a matter of fact, he, he mentioned, he said, Argentina, 50, 60, 70 years ago, when they didn't have the National Bank, I think he said, they were very prosperous. Well, it's economic freedom. You know, when you have national banks, reserves. Yeah, tariffs, right? Yeah, it's, um, you got to see when, um, when countries have economic and political freedom, they, you know, like Germany in the 1930s, you know, pre-World War II, Taylor came in power and made, like, people say, oh, it's a dictatorship, but they had a lot of freedom. Oh, yeah. And they blew up in economic power. And so, anyways, America, when America was doing awesome, we had abundance of economic and political freedom, you know. And for the years, they've been chipping away at that, and we're getting to the bottom, you know. The only thing I think keeping America afloat is we have so many people and all these people want to live good. So we're keeping it, you know, people are insisting we have a high, um, high livelihood, you know, because if they just pulled the rug down from underneath the Americans, it'd be an all out civil war like that. But we're slowly being brainwashed into accepting, accepting less and less and cheaper food and more bullshit from China. Well, the thing I'm scared of is I'm worried and concerned. I, I do think that the uh, this the U.S. as we know it's not gonna last long. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's I'm like an agenda to like make a world government, like the World Economic Forum. Uh, I heard a few people say that. No, and then like Rome, right? Like people say, yeah, the reason Rome fell was because they had too many uh, immigrants they let in, you know, that, um, too much debt. And the exact same reason, there's a lot of reasons I can't bring to mind right now, but the same exact reasons why the Roman Empire fell is what's happening in America right now. I mean, just, I mean the information's out there, but no one seems to care. 
it's hard. It's hard to um, get people to listen. My own daughters, I, one of them got vaccinated, yeah, and I never mentioned it to her. They're brainwashing them. They're brainwashing the media. Yeah, like uh, life was talking about, it doesn't prevent you from get, getting COVID or uh, spreading COVID. And it's such a low death rate. Yeah. Especially for young, healthy people. Yeah, but I've heard people like, oh my gosh, COVID's going to kill 60% of people. And then if it mutates, then the vaccine's garbage. Yeah. You need a, a vaccine for a specific mutation. We can't keep up with the mutations. There's yeah. already tons of them out there. You know, dude, like, I'm responsible for my health and what I am, you know what I'm saying? So it bugs when people like, tell me, you know, how to act, you know, probably... Well, there should be criticism mentioned, like, two sides, pros and cons. They don't do that a lot. Um, Ultimately, though, I'm responsible for my health, and you, whoever you are, are responsible for your health, you know what I mean? So, you know, do what you do to prevent from sickness. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, you know. Don't tell me what to do. So, that's how everybody's attitude should be, you know, because... The Bible, you know, when Adam and Eve ate from the tree, the Creator said, hey, what'd you do, Adam? And then he said, I didn't do it. I'm not responsible. The woman did it, right? He just passed responsibility. And the woman passed responsibility to the snake. And the snake didn't say nothing, took responsibility. And after that, you know, who who's uh, responsible for the world? Satan. And then, uh, you know, years later, the Messiah came as a man. And as a man, he bore, you know, the burden for our sins and he died for the our penalty. sins as a man so he took responsibility and gave back to mankind but he said his running theme through the bible pastor mike said there's running themes through the bible and pastor mike is all right but one of the running themes is repent confess your sin and you'll be forgiven even in psalms 23 david says i confess my sins and you're faithful to forgive me and that's the thing you have to confess because the messiah died yeah, you not, have to acknowledge and not yeah. be in denial he didn't die for, you know, innocent people. He died for guilty people. And if you're not guilty, if you're not owning up to your guilt, you're not forgiven. People do not get that. Like, have to be responsible. I'm responsible, man. I don't, I mean, I care if I die. I don't want to die. But if I die, I'm responsible. Not the government to tell me, you have to wear a mask. Um, yeah, so, I want to I talk to the church one day, but they don't want to listen. Pass the mic when I say that. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, res we're responsible for, uh, t um, how would you say, researching what's good and bad for us? No, yeah. absolutely. You know, when people are like, you know, they get sick, they get injured, they're disabled, it's like, you know, you, you're responsible. And if not you, you know, your, your, your parents, their parents, they're, they're your identity, they're your, your genetic copies, they're responsible for, you know, you, we're responsible identically for ourselves. So, you know, I, you know, the, the sons of the father, the son he must pay, you know. And to me, it's also, yeah. a, the, you know, the influence, the influence of the media, what they're telling you every day and who you're talking to every day, it makes a difference. We are influenced in a, in a way by the pastor, right? Because mm -hmm. we're here every Sabbath. I think if I wasn't, if I had never heard a pastor or attended started attending the church, I would have never been influenced into thinking, oh, maybe I should change to this church. So I was slowly influenced and convinced that this is the truth, church, right? But if I had never listened, 
I would have never gotten that influence. So it's, it's influences have a lot to do. And who's talking in your ear every day, every day, every day, you know? Every day. Uh, I, I've read some people uh, mention, like, whatever you uh, listen to, uh, like uh, movies, uh, ads, video games, what you watch, it changes you. It plant, implants an idea in you, and then you're... Uh, you think about the idea or more open to that idea, subconsciously, consciously. Right, it's like, uh, like uh, I think I told you. you were hey, can, can you open the sliding door for some? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. Stand up for a bit. Uh, maybe. I'm blanking, man. It's so much easier. There's no turning, no twisting, no pushing and pulling. That's how it is, man. The more expensive things get, the shittier they get. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I need to uh, take a breather and then look at it again. Otherwise, you should reinforce it. Let me just open it. Actually, there's a series uh, from a, a dude on Amazing Discoveries. Uh, I think it's one of the most powerful series on there. I think uh, his name's Dan Gabbard. It's an old skinny uh, bald guy, tall bald guy. And then he's like, uh, he specifically researches like, uh, he's specifically a, uh, how do you say, uh, like a counselor kind of study psychology and stuff yeah and then he and then he mentions what i just what i just mentioned like in uh proverbs it says as as a man thinks in his heart so is he yeah so yeah. every every uh every thought that you think about music or any anything you watch like it implants an idea on you and it makes you more open to the idea changes the way you think a little bit so if you're always like listening to music about being Well, not only that, man, they have this, like, I completely agree with that, but they have this idea called epigenetics, you know, which is like the software to your hardware, 
and also your genome is your uh, hardware but your epigenome is your software which can literally influence your hardware so everything we see think eat or do affects our epigenome and so you know microevolution you know it causes us to uh, it causes us to adapt to our situation and if we keep yeah feeding the garbage in the body it's going to literally change us yeah, I, I heard about that too and another aspect is like your character all your habits would get transferred to like the couple generations no oh, yeah um, and uh, it literally embeds in your genes yeah did you see Lisa today? Yeah, yeah she's so cute. <laughs> she was weird. Yeah. Hey, see what I do? Fruit rinds in plastic, so it gets oxygen, right? And there's a term for it, but since there's no oxygen, it, it super decomposes little compost piles. So you should do that in your backyard, and then put all your fruit rinds and vegetable rinds and bags like that, like little compost. Then what do you do with it? You plant plants in it. You know, super nutrient dense soil. Or add it add it to the soil. Yeah. Add it to the soil. Add it to the soil. But the soil back here is garbage. It's not even soil, it's poison. So I'm trying to make my own soil. Yeah, you know, actually uh my, my sister, uh, speaking on that subject, my sister, uh, you know, video games, all the video games uh, nowadays, and even cartoons, like a major theme is either violence, sex, or like voodoo, occult. Yeah, yeah. Occult ideas and stuff like that. And my, and uh, yeah, video games, it's either like violence or magic. Yeah. And uh, my, my sister, sadly, uh, she, she's super into that. Oh, uh, I think she's like 16. She sees it all the time. And then she, she started uh, wanting to practice like witchcraft and spells and stuff. I'm like, where do you get the idea? That's okay. But it's like, it's in the video games. Uh, there's, I mean, there's uh, even the music videos. They're really open about sex. You research uh, his, like uh, history about uh, religions in the past. Or even from the Old Testament. Like all the other religions are super big into sex. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like do that orgies, yeah, like uh, yeah, religious orgies, like yeah, I mean that's cool. Yeah, for teaching that it's okay to the other people. Yeah. So what did what did she say when you asked her that? No, I didn't really tell her. My my mom told me that she she brought that up. Is she open to talking to you? Your sister? Not really. Yeah. She doesn't really like me. Yeah, <laughs> people will do that. No, 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 my no, sister, man, when she was in high school, was all in the witchcraft Ouija board, you know tarot cards and yeah she she has a ouija board she she thinks it's cool like you bring it with your friends try it out like it's cool somehow no i, I mean i bet it is cool and fun but like it's evil and i wouldn't <laughs> i would never do it i mean but if you're like secular minded person have a beard this ouija board hell yeah oh yeah um, yeah from a from a biblical perspective i'd stay away from that 10 foot pole yeah, that's that's like encouraging. Uh, that's like you begging the demons to hang out with you. And, I mean, uh, you're literally summoning them. <laughs> the thing is, how do you reach? Kind of, yeah. How do you reach a sixteen-year-old to talk to you? Dude, see me. I see like this. She she's stubborn. She uh she doesn't. She hangs out with her own own uh, people. No, I, I see like this. We have been humanized right through the scriptures, through the teachings, 
Now other people are like children, you know, they're animalistic. You know, so humans, they, uh, they, they, uh, they consider their, their surroundings and their circumstance and rise above it through their labor, you know what I mean? It's a very human attribute. But animals are beings of pure activity. They respond only to their impulses. environment and their impulses. So these people, they're animalistic, you know, they don't really consider things. They just do what's around them, what their impulses are, what, you know, what excites them. And so they're, uh, you know, they're just doing all this stuff. Now, animals, you know, human beings say, hey, look, I'm going to explain to you why don't you do this. This is what's reason. This is why. Now, animals, yeah, they only respond to stimuli. So you got to literally beat and kick an animal. Frank's dog, for example, behaves wonderfully around me, right? Because I, you know, jerk the chain. And so around yeah. Frank, he's horrible. So right. these people are like animals. And I'm a big fan of you beat the shit out of the person and say, look, I love you. I'm sorry I did that, but you have to learn. The reason I did that is because <laughs> that's yeah. very corporal well, may, punishment. Maybe, yeah. But I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah, because so, sometimes they understand a beating. And then you explain to them why it happened. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I learned, man, okay. I swear. Like, I, you know. Yeah, a lot of people throughout all history, I think there's even... Uh, Farmers that talk about that. I mean, especially to, if they they start doing things. Yeah, yeah, really they need an ass whooping and some love. It's not just an ass yeah. whooping. It's an ass whooping and some love. Maybe sometimes, yeah. Because you know you can't explain to these people. Look, my friend, I love you, but you just the reason you can't because they're not going to go in one ear and out the other. You know you got to get through to them. Like an animal, they respond only to stimuli. You know you gotta. They need to get hurt, <laughs> and then yeah. explain to you why they got hurt. Otherwise, it's just them getting hurt, and you know nothing happens. I saw this guy on a video the other day. Albert, he was talking about tyrant, tyrant, politician, tyrant, politician. He was saying, with a man, you reason. With a beast, you have to beat him or something. Yeah, interesting. The point is that it's. Yeah, it's accurate. Yeah. But the man you reason, you know, a lot of these people, mm -hmm. the point a lot is... Of, a lot of humans are quick to frustrate and react and yeah. uh, animalistic. to get, to get mad. So many humans. They don't have a self-control yeah. dominated right. by impulses. That, well, that, that, that is human nature. Like, and yeah. it's because they never got a good whipping. Well, you know, it is... Yeah, with certain things, certain they, they situations. Were, they, were, they were always... They were never... It's very control. human to be able to reason and understand and consider things. You know, it's very animalistic to just act on impulses. So. Yeah. And Paulo Freire's book, Pedagogy of the Yeah, as a matter of fact, with, with my sister, I, I, uh, uh, she, she does, she does not like to reason. Like you say something that upsets her a little bit, she just flips out. And uh, a lot of people are like that. They don't want to reason or talk about it, have a civil conversation. A lot of people don't have civil conversations. So, yeah, the, the thing is, I can understand teenagers and accept, you know, younger people. What I don't, older people what, too, what, what, yeah. what I don't accept is people like around forty to you know my age because they're playing a game. Yeah, yeah. But the younger people, they you know they they're learning. They're still learning. Yeah. They gotta learn. Although I'm a big fan of ass whooping, giants, saying you can't always deal that out to people. So you know. You, I understand you be their friend and they warm up to you and they open up to you like your sister if she look at you as a friend to find a friend who's like you you know like 
I told her a, a couple of times, like she was trying to be, she, she's not really Christian. She tried to be like uh, queer and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I told her, I'm going to respect your free will, but I'm not going to tell you that it's right. I'm, I'm not going to look up to you. And, uh, and then she said, you, you don't, you don't approve of my lifestyle. And then I told her she wanted to become a man. I told her, Hey, you can never produce sperm. Yeah, and then she got so upset she never talks with me she doesn't have a civil over conversation that? yeah man that is harsh because you know it kills me to see quality well, kind of things. a lot of people are like that with certain things they don't they... well it's just a quality thing they want equality but they don't realize the quality is um it's like a circle a perfect circle doesn't exist equality will never exist will never be equal it's a form it's a it's an idea it's a concept like Herman, do you lift heavy weights? On a Schwarzenegger does, okay. and there's that chick in UFC who does. We're not equal. We never will be, right? right. So that's the thing, man. People. Well, with certain aspects and certain other aspects, everyone should uh, shouldn't have respect to persons like God. Well, I mean, as far as human value, that is equality, right? Like equity, equality. But as far as uh, living in this world, we're never gonna be equal, you know. Uh, born with privilege, born in poverty. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of like SJW websites on YouTube. Like the people, you can't have civil conversations with them. They don't want to hear another opinion, another view. And then yeah. they, they uh, can't have a civil conversation. If you don't agree with their philosophy, they don't ever want to hear the other side of the Like a little they kid, they throw, throw a fit. Yeah, they don't ever want to hear the other side, and tantrum, they're like, tantrum "Don't tell me I'm wrong." <laughs> uh, JW's man are the worst. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of videos that I kind of like watching. I mean, they just are so sectarian in their view. Like, I know the truth. Like, what sectarian mean? Sectarian means like um. Biased. Yeah, word? very, very, very what, biased. Close-minded oh, is a better okay. term. Okay. Close-minded. Very, you know, very close-minded people. Like, I know the truth. Like, they, they, they think they have a better translation of the Bible and stuff. And the Mormons, too, man. But the Mormons, they'll listen to you. And they'll talk to you. But, like, back in the back of their head, they'll be like, I don't agree with them. I'm not going to learn. You know. But, uh... Even, like, let's talk maybe if you get Maybe if you get to spend a long time with a Mormon, then eventually you can change it. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I think... a long time, though. I think a Mormon would be easier to convert than a JW. What I mean by converted is getting them to think for themselves. Yeah. You Because, know, I mean, I'm not, I would never say that I know the truth or I have the truth, even though I heard that at our church today. We know the truth. We have the truth. And it bugs me. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, you arrogant fucker. Like, you just, you know, in the Bible it says we're looking through distorted glass, you know. Um, when time comes, then we'll see clearly. So it just bugs me when people of any faith are like, we know the truth, and we, we were following, you know, like, like, ah. And then the same thing. So what are we supposed to say? We're trying to look for the truth? Yeah, you know, we're, 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 fo we're following the teachings of Messiah. I mean, that's, I think, the what the best I can do, you know. Yeah, because, you know, the Bible is very clear. Satan has a world to see. It didn't say most people. It didn't say there's some people that don't. It said the world. Then he says, you know, we're looking through the story glass. Well, I, I believe it's people should have a things. civil conversations and have sane and sensible no, answers. And that's if, what if you can't do that, then, uh, and then uh, people, 
like I would talk to people about the Bible and stuff. Like uh, there, there shouldn't, there should be a civil conversation, not a bunch of emotions and people just get uh, angry and stuff. I, I believe in that, but. Uh, no, it's a learning process. You know, like um, no athlete in the world who plays professional sports is like, okay, I found the truth. I'm at the top, and I'm never gonna do better. I played the perfect game today. You know. They're always going to strive for better, you know, like as, as Christians, or as believers, I don't even like the term Christian, as believers, we should always be striving for further truth, because to say I have the truth right now, we're on the right church, it's, that's like pedantic and arrogant. I don't know pedantic We are following the Yeah, I might be able to agree with that in certain, in certain senses, but uh, I'm not... I have to think about that for a little bit. Well, I just according to the scriptures. You know, the scriptures. Well, I know when we get when we get to heaven, uh, we're, we're uh, we'll definitely have a better understanding of uh, everything. Uh, uh, yeah, there will be no distortion or false teachers and stuff well, like that. For example, did you hear that joke about the black guy and the white guy in the bar fighting? You know, having drink. And they start fighting over religion. And the black guy's like, yeah, I'm glad Jesus is black. And the white guy's like, no. What are you talking about? Everyone knows Jesus is white. So you get fighting and shoving. And then the bartender kicks him out. And they go, they go outside and fight. And they shoot each other. Bang, bang, right? And they go up to heaven. And then Jesus walks up behind them, grabs his shoulders and says, Buenos nachos, my friends. <laughs> yeah. So the point is, you know, like... <laughs> We don't know. Well, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure uh, Jesus is not like white. Like the Catholics, they have this no, effeminate no, no. No, kind of picture yeah. of him. He was more likely like a probably like an Indian skin tone. And then the Bible says he was ugly. And then these people, they have even all the the um, movie reenactments. They yeah. have him as like a handsome guy. Yeah, like. And then the Bible says he he was ugly. No, yeah, no beauty to be desired of him. Yeah, uh, verse. I don't know. Yeah, so point being. People should have uh, sane and sensible uh, conversations, but I do think uh, the SDA church is uh, pretty. No, it's pretty uh, safe. What I like about the church good. is that they follow the scriptures closer than any other church I've been to yet. Like, that's what it's all about, following you know, the teachings. You know, I. What do you do? Uh, yeah. I'm I mean, part we, of the chosen I mean, church. Uh, and, and we, nobody can say they understand God like fully, like all the aspects of him. Well, Isaiah 55, but, 8 um, says, His ways are higher and His thoughts are higher. Yeah. Who are you to like, you arrogant jerk, like, oh yeah, I know God. Or, like, I met yeah, people I, like just, that. For someone to say, I know the truth, I'd probably have to think about that for a little bit. <laughs> and I met people who are like, I work for God. I, I'm like, dude, you... And I mean... I'm an angry person. I get hostile with you know, like ideas. Like how dare you, you know, like even project that, you know, I mean like I don't know, I just uh, C. S. Lewis said pride is a chief sin, pride is root of all sin. And um I I agree with that and there's people who are so prideful and arrogant they just they think they know and you know, it makes them feel better. The teachers, the teachers and the peers are influencing a lot the young generation. And the teachers, the teachers, the teachers are influencing a lot. 
and they're with them most of the day. You know? uh, and the teachers, most of them are, you know, union. They're all union, so <laughs> none, none, nothing about God, nothing about uh, this values or conditions. Young generation sucks. I mean, I. But it's the influence of the teachers. Yeah. I mean, that, that probably sounds harsh to me, but. Yeah, it's but it's not, it's not. Uh, there, there's a Bible verse that says he who relies on man will be uh, li- li- relies on the hand of man will be disappointed or something. We should oh, always yeah. rely on God. And, uh, and uh, he, he should be the, the ultimate uh, teacher and he makes us what's right and wrong instead of looking looking for to man entirely. But, uh, yeah, it's funny you say that because uh, I'm all about like opposing false generosity right now, which is you know welfare systems to keep men dependent on other men. Yeah, I've seen some people taking, a lot of people take advantage of that, especially around my neighborhood, yeah. Well, I mean, some not drug even, addicts, they have yeah. a bunch of kids and they use the money. For well, like, I mean, not just taking advantage, but uh, the government's put them well, out see, there. The drug, I, I, it's bad, but see, the, the thing is, they become addicted. Now they're controlled, they're being controlled, yeah, right, by the addiction. And to me, uh, the ones that are, could do something about it, even though we can help a little bit, but the government can help. Because they have the money and the people power to control the addict, to make them go back to being normal. Um, because once you're addicted, it's pretty hard. Well, that's the thing, it's not even just about... But they, they put the system out there in the first place to that people have a safety net to fall back on. Because once upon a time, Herman, people helped people, you know what I'm saying? In the Bible days, people would walk around with their hands open, asking other people for help. Nowadays, the government has been relying on the government, and then the government has people not helping other people. So in society, we don't have people helping other people. We do to a micro degree, but you know, on the macro, it's the government, like, I've been asking people for help, and they say, Social Security, the government is going to help. And they literally say that. But it's not the government's job, nor should it be. It should be people taking care of people. And now that goes back to responsibility. I do hear people say, I uh, people with 